Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Because it seems like video games are back, Mr. Ben Roy and Mr. Josh Brown. I would do a regular introduction, but I'm just glad that there's video games on the immediate horizon. We're going to rattle through them. I will do an actual introduction because what kind of podcast would this be without me saying that it's, you know, the What Culture Gaming podcast and I'm your host, Scott Hilford, joined by Ben Roy Turner. Hello there. And Josh Brown. Hello there. Both of you guys, because I was just doing a bit of a bit of a rundown on all the stuff that's coming up across August. And it's games are back, actual video games, fully Listen. fleshed out price tag attached all of it listen my friend you're coming into this podcast coming to me and ben roy saying video <laughs> games are back like i haven't been playing 2011 skyward sword like i haven't been playing <laughs> the mass effect trilogy video games have always been there my friend We've i know been i know 10 I, years I, too late I, mate, I've been playing 2004 Splinter Cell Pandora tomorrow. I don't know what you're all about. <laughs> I've been playing the Tokyo Olympic Games, mate, which is the, the, the one that still says 2020, even though it was made in 2019 and released in 2021. But you've got to do whatever you can. But yeah, for the games that are coming out in August, um, we've got a good good sort of five, uh, six, I would say, six major releases this month um, and a couple of other releases that I might touch on uh, in terms of like updates to old games that are coming. Um, but let's start with Aliens Fireteam Elite, um, yes. which is the the first Aliens game since Alien Isolation? It feels like the IP is yeah. just... There's been a lot of rumoured stuff. There was the whole thing that was going to be announced at the Game Awards a couple of years ago. Um, and then, like, Jeff Keighley even sort of said, like, oh, Aliens fans, I'm sure you got something to look forward to. Then there was nothing. And now there's this Aliens Fireteam thing, which, looking at the gameplay footage, actually seems pretty solid. Like, it's a third-person shooter. Um, it's a whole PvE thing. Um, very much like a wave-based survival type deal with um, different class powers and different... Just humans against all different types of Xenomorphs. Um, ben Ray, what's, what do you think? as the biggest alien fan in the room uh there's a prophecy that once a generation there will always be at least one aliens or alien game <laughs> and what the 360 era what it was mainly i'm going to say avp game that was yeah. fine uh alien isolation last generation i don't colonial marines we don't talk about that i was just saying you're going to skip over colonial marines. yeah yeah and now it, aliens fire team because we can't no other games are allowed to come. It's like Madden starts the <laughs> winter season. Alien or Aliens, they start the new games coming out. Like we didn't have one until like beginning of last generation. As mm -hmm. You said so. I am looking forward to this. The way it was announced was like uh, Alien game. By the way, as we had about seven hundred different Left 4 Dead likes also announced in the same afternoon. Uh, I'm here for it. Uh, I appreciate that it's also a free player game because mm -hmm. I only have two other friends that I play with online games. So it evens <laughs> out as a squad. Nice, like an Outriders sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And 
it, the all it needs to do is have some solid gameplay and the AI not to be broken by one line of code. And thank damn, <laughs> by looking at these previews, uh, it seems to be doing that. It seems that each AI don't seem to be just be like, oh, here's one that might explode. They, each here's the one xenomorph. that spits at you. They seem. To, I mean, there is there is literally there a spit. Is, there is a spit. But yeah. um, I'm glad that they seem to be diverse in it a bit and like say having a few more in the really mix up and i just want to shoot some xenos and i and also i have i've only got one box that says ps5 on it and i want this hmm. to say and i want another box and it's going to be 30 pounds so it, i mean all signs point to a, a solid like a solid yeah. playing game i have one question before i just get josh's general thoughts but as because we've all played a lot of aliens games we played the avp games you played alien isolation you played all sorts of different things do you think that the alien acid, the uh, alien's blood, will do acid slash poison damage in this game? Because that's wow. the that's the divider for me. I reckon some of them might, and some of them might not. But if they don't at all, then what, what you've missed it. I don't see. I don't want it. I don't, the amount of different goo and blood and guts that's flying left, right, and center in the previews. I don't want that to be constantly sapping my health. That's gonna that's gonna put me off. I'm just saying. It's, I, it's I, difficult, I, isn't it? Because, you know, yeah. you're right. Like, you look at these previews, you've got the little critters all around your little legs trying to, like, give you little ankles a bite, and you don't want, necessarily, those to explode to take half your health off. I just don't want poison don't damage at all However, in anything, ever. Ah, see, no, see, I would disagree with that at that point. <laughs> because then you, you, you need it in some form. It's just, I, I don't want it to be a case of, oh, I didn't even realise I was on acid, and now I'm dead. You know what I mean? Okay, you know what? I've got, I've got a there. compromise Go a few. No acid blood. But every alien in that game is as strong as the one in isolation. So you just find a hundred isolation aliens. So if it That's gets near you, you're dead. Instant I just, death. I just don't want to die by splash damage. I don't want to kill the Ooh. thing and then die because I'm standing near its corpse. I take it all back. What I want in this game is for a friend to have an alien on them, and I blow up the alien spectacularly with a shotgun, (laughs) and then they die because I've shotgunned an alien into them, and the blood's gone all over their face. That'd be cool. And then. It's like it's like an element of griefing where I can't be blamed. I was trying to help you out. You know what I mean? Like, Technically, you were in the right. And yeah. one thing that I didn't realize until like diving into more preview stuff is that you can't play as the Xenomorph. I think for me that's a bit of a missed opportunity. But I think they'll add that. I just have a theory that they'll add that at some point in the future because I feel like we've got this run of movie-based games where you can play as the killer, the slasher. Like even the Terminator Resistance game added the Terminator over time, not Schwarzenegger's version, but you can play as a Terminator. Um, you know, you obviously got Friday the Thirteenth, and it's just I feel like. Like they're missing a trick if they don't like tap into the AVP vein a little bit because it's been a long time since the last AVP game. I think that was well, Benway said it was in the 2000s. That um, was yeah. it was like early 360. I remember buying it from a HMV mm-hmm. in like a in, in a train station in London somewhere. Like that's how long ago it was when <laughs> you know HMVs were still thriving around the around the country. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. It's been so long, and obviously the Colonial Marines. Every every one of us has spoke about this about hundred times in a list before as well. Uh-huh. It's just it's it's going to be nice to see a game coming out from that franchise which knows its market. It's not going to charge too much. It's not going to really bother like with a billion bells and whistles, and just going to be basically what you want. Well, see, so that, do you guys think it's? I guess Josh, what's your? Over, I didn't even ask you for your general thoughts anyway. But what's your? Um, do you think it's a missed opportunity them not letting you play as the Xeno? No, but that's what? only because I don't think the game, like the ones you mentioned there, you know, Dead by Daylight. I don't even think you mentioned these. I didn't I'm just, mention I'm that, just, but I did go on yet. Did you actually? No, I didn't at all. I don't think you did. I, I knew I was just making you up. I'm making up the narrative in my head of what I wanted you to say so I could make this point. But I was going to go with that, and I thought I thought no, because they've done, I guess they've done like Saw and like the Silent Hill with the Pyramid Head and everything, but yeah, they've never everything. done uh, the Xenomorph, yeah. 
Totally. You know, I've never really been a fan in games like this specifically, in games like, you know, Left for Dead Likes. I've never been a fan of playing as the monsters <coughs> because I inevitably find you're just dying a lot. And it can be quite <laughs> cool to get, you know, a, a, an enemy um, down. It can be great to kill another, you know, play a character and take them out of the team and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I always just find myself just throwing myself at them, waiting 10 seconds to respawn and doing it again. If I'm playing as the killer, I think that excels in games like Dead by Daylight, in games like Friday the 13th and Predator or whatever, when you're like this one big figure mm-hmm. and, um, you know, you kind of like have helpers. When you're just kind of random xenomorphs or a xenomorph that can spit, like that's, to me, I don't love that and I would rather them focus just on the co-op and people the oh. element rather than letting you jump in. Remember the Resident Evil 6 multiplayer? I'm sure you probably don't, Scott, but I hope Ben Roy does. I had to play it this year to get a trophy, yeah. Yeah, they had a similar thing where, you know, obviously that game is co-op. You presumably play through it with um, a friend and right. there was a multiplayer element where you could jump in as a randomly spawned zombie and invade someone else's game. And it was, everyone was like, that's quite a neat idea, but I tried it. I tried to play it. <laughs> And it was not good. It was not fun. So when it comes to this, when it's either a choice of being cannon fodder or not, I will take not. Oh, but there's, I I, I see that, right? And I raise you Gears of War 3's mode where you can play as all the enemy creatures. There's a reason that mode never came back. (laughs) <laughs> no, but it was fun. You could spit at stuff. I mean, look at the original AVP. You could hang off the roof as a xenomorph and then like leap on different people as they went past. Just yeah. give me that. A- Spies versus Mercs. AVP, I think, is different because I think AVP is like Spies versus Mercs. You know what mm. I mean? Where you've got like small squads of each. It's not you as kind of like the horde. It's you as a couple of aliens versus a couple of predators versus a couple of humans. Possibly. Whereas I think this scenario is just a bit. At least for me, you know, if you Scott Tilford, I'm not going to say it. I want to play you as shouldn't a xenomorph, like. Mate. The I mean, Gears multiplayer mode. But. If you want to play the Xenomorph, let's get an online game going of AVP on 360. And that, <laughs> <laughs> let's just go. I remember so there was that one horde mode where it's basically like, as if you die, you become a Xenomorph. And then yeah. slowly you go from like 12 humans to like, say like two of your left fighting off all these humans and some AI. And that was a really fun mode. Mm-hmm. But um, I really just want some solid gunplay. And I just want to shoot hordes of stuff with my friends <laughs> already in this one. That seems to be what this is aiming for. The next title um, to Spotlight is 12 Minutes, which I didn't really realize is uh, written. It's developed by this guy called Luis Antonio, who is a former artist of Rockstar and Ubisoft. That's how this, because originally when 12 Minutes debuted, it didn't have a sort of a-list uh, cast attached and that's something that's came on um, across the last sort of couple of years um but it's like a murder mystery style setup where it's like a top-down view and um, kind of looks like an old zelda dungeon it's just sort of like it's one apartment block um and it's like a couple um who are played by james mcavoy and daisy ridley and then a um, police officer comes to the door played by willem dafoe um and then he um kills i think he kills the the wife and the um she's pregnant at the time and also the unborn child and then time resets and you get to play out the minutes leading to that time again. And it's all about figuring out like the, the motivations behind what's happening. And you can go through it a bunch of different ways um, to assumedly unpack everything. But like that game, like I said, I kind of had this hell of a, like that, that's a hell of a cast. Like James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Being attached to what ostensibly felt like an indie project initially. Um, but then you look at the caliber of who's actually on the developer side. And like I said, it's former Rockstar and Ubisoft. So there's a bit of money to be thrown around and a lot of, um, you know, gameplay proficiency from the projects they've been on um but what do you guys think of that like what do you think of the i guess the setup and the cast 
Oh, I was sold on it when it, I think it was, was it unveiled last year? Before we knew about the cast, when we just saw that first. Before the cast, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember like seeing it for the first time and just being like, I want to play that. Mm. I might not look at anything else that they put out because it seems like (laughs) such a neat concept. And I was so sold immediately that, you know, I'm going to find it difficult to talk about it because I've almost been avoiding it because I'm like, you know, when you just realize is a game is something you go to play then that's all you need to know that's kind of like how i've approached this and then when it was announced earlier this year or whenever it was that this cast was kind of like you know attached to it i just thought well that's the cherry on top of the cake that i didn't even know i needed because i was already in on the concept and now you've got like these actors that i really like you got got that willem dafoe in there it was um it was premiered back in 2015 at pax and then it didn't show up again until e3 2019 um, so it's, right. it's had the, the cast attached for the last sort of couple of years. Um, but yes, carry on. That is crazy. I didn't know it was announced it in 2015. I only became aware of it then in 2019 when it was unveiled at that point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the exact thing I just said, you know, I'm, I'm so excited to play it. I mean, I'm excited. Hopefully, I think that kicks off the month. I think it's quite early on in the month if I'm it, uh, maybe quite wrong about that. It's like two weeks in, but yeah, tw- 12 minutes is, um, it's like August uh, 19th or something. It's sort of like two right. weeks in or so. Um, but Benra, what's your thoughts on this potentially A-list, story-driven, puzzle-based thing? I'm somewhat of a uh, someone who's been avoiding this game myself as well, um, because I would like the energy of Willem Dafoe to offer me some beans, hopefully, and just just go through that. <laughs> and I want beans, mate. Yeah, I just want it to get. I want it to be some mad, mad thing that also is probably almost surely going to be very serious. I, I want this slight sort of like small little project in my life, mm. and I've also been avoiding it because one of these games, it feels like. If it not what it's all it's got because that's reductive, but in the same thing, like the main minutiae of it is the story and what's mm-hmm. gonna happen. And I just need to have it wash over me and experience it myself. So this is the one I'm very anticipating for. I think it's on Game Pass as well. They won. Oh, I'm not looking for it was on Game Pass. I just sort of look that's the thing with something like this is like you said, you don't want to get the story spoiled. So it's like, okay, what's yeah. the base setup? And I was like, well, the base setup is this murder mystery type thing. Um, well, not necessarily a mystery because it is a full-on murder, but then finding out everything else, and maybe you can you can change different aspects of it. I think you can change things so that um, Daisy Ridley initially survives and the police officer spends more time in the apartment and things like that. Um, but where are, you, where are you guys at on, I guess, like really heavily narrative-driven stuff? Like there was that big boom of um, point and clicks, like the revival of things like Walking Dead and that sort of like telltale stuff went away. Life is Strange is now here. Um, I don't know. I think this is more of a point and click type thing, but are you guys looking forward to playing something like that or would you rather play it a different way? After 100 hours of Mass Effect and then 30 <laughs> plus hours of Skyward Sword, if this game was literally only 12 minutes, I'd be buzzing. I'd be like, that is maybe the perfect length. Maybe that's exactly what I want right now. You're not wrong. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely eager right now specifically, but always generally um, for something quite narrative heavy and quite specific like this that I can just, mm-hmm. like Ben Roy said, you know, jump in, let it wash over me and have a good time with, hopefully. I wonder how many times you have to go through it before you get like the definitive one or whether they'll pull a David Cage and go like, well, whatever happened, that's your story, even if it was like yeah. everybody died. But um, Ben Roy, thoughts on it being like a point and click type thing? Give it to me. I'm playing the last season of The Walking Dead now, finally. Ah. And I'm just back into this sort of style of game and I've missed it. And I'm probably going to be a demon and play Heavy Rain soon as well. So <laughs> give give it to me. I want it. And let's let's go. Let, let's the mix classics. it up a bit. And I, as Josh said, I did 100 hours of Mass Effect. It's time to sort of like have, have some side dishes before we get to the death loops next month as, and all that sort of thing. 
Speaking of a full course, which is also kind of a reheated course with a little bit, one little dish that's fresh on the side. Ghost of Tsushima's director's cut is this is this month um, with the new Iki Island expansion. I think it's called Ghost of, Ghost of Ikishima, I think it was announced as, um, which apparently you can access after you get past the Act 2 part of the main save um, of your main campaign. They have said you can transfer your save from PS4 to PS5, which I think is like the only time that a developer has said that, like it, as for an exclusive and has said, that, oh, look, we've, we've designed this comfortably so you don't have to worry about downloading the ps4 version making a separate cloud save trying to get on there i think the ps5 version will just read the ps4 one thankfully but where are you guys at on this i know ben Roy, you weren't a massive fan of ghost of Tsushima, but are you gonna are you planning on picking up the expansion or are you running the other way this this fake narrative of me hating ghost of Tsushima and everything <laughs> hey. and everyone that ever worked on it i wish that studio sunk into the ground no he um he? Does he can't get enough? it was it was just a it was just a fine game, I thought, with some great leaves and some fox adventures. Love the foxes. And I was happy that when I played Mafia, Definitive Edition, the collectibles were also foxes, and I just wanted to <laughs> end everything. But no, I'm, I'm not. I mean, I, I didn't jump into the... Uh... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Try a Horizon Zero Dawn DLC, either. Like, I probably not going to jump into mm. this if I'm being honest. Uh, I don't know if I, I mean, I could have time for it, but it's not one I'm desperate to get back to. There's and more I animals like in it, mate. They've added, they've added cats and more foxes. I platinum that game, and now I'm never going to go back. And I will play the sequel, and I will enjoy it like I enjoyed this. But no, I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of like done. I'm, I'm full. I, we, I speak of big courses. I'm full. It was a big I'm, meal, to be honest. I think, yeah. like, um, I didn't, I didn't expect this either when they announced the director's cut. I didn't think that was a game that needed more to and it. And if so you I'm play the multiplayer. 
Well, see, I never played Legends. Like, I mean, I just yeah. didn't, I don't have, like, I didn't play it because it was a whole, it felt like a four-person online squad-based thing, which just always makes me run the other way. So I, I didn't bother with it. I have heard that it is quite it is quite enjoyable for solo players, but there's something about the more, um, like, ethereal, supernatural side of, um, of that game, like in Legends, where it's more super-powered, all the people you're playing up have really ridiculous abilities. And for the Ikashima stuff, it seems like they... Um, you know, they're doing like dream sequences, like Far Cry style dream sequences, which I do not care about at all because it's just like anything goes. It's all crazy. And they are this. Here's a floating ghost. I just I, I do not care, which I know, I Josh mean, Ron, you love that stuff. But also, yes, <laughs> better, better, better than man with big stick while you're chasing a fox. So better than you being chased by big stick man as you're chasing the fox. That's mm. all I'm saying, probably. Hopefully. Better right here to people with maybe. big sticks. I do! A <laughs> hero, this game, everything. Nah, I'm excited for it. In fact, mm. my well, your friend and mine, um, Adam Nicholas, who I've noticed I bring up quite a lot on this podcast <laughs> and in no other videos. I don't know why he's the always legend. applicable to this specific podcast, but he mm. has recently got a PlayStation 5. In fact, it comes today, if I'm not mistaken. Ooh. But he's been keeping Ghost of Sushima for a few months. I think he bought it a few months ago, and I've convinced him to get this director's cut and to play it on the PlayStation 5. So I was actually thinking, you know, in the run-up to this, with it being the one-year anniversary, even though I platinumed the game and did everything in it, apart from Play <laughs> Legends, I was considering actually playing the whole thing again. Mm. But then obviously, after my 130-hour epic between Skyward Sword and Mass Effect, I don't really want to do that again. I don't really want to dedicate another 40 hours to the experience. However, I'm absolutely picking up the director's cut. I'm going to live vicariously through Adam Nicholas and his first mm. playthrough and more or less pass that off as my own replay. And then at the same time, go into the director's code, go into this new DLC and see what it has to offer. Because yeah, like I'm here for the more supernatural infused stuff. I'm here for the Far Cry-esque drug sequences that kind of like <laughs> look like the, or dream sequences that look like they're going That's what on. it looks like, yeah. Uh, yeah, totally. And I'm here for, you know, whatever they're going to do with this kind of like new location. Because I mean, the environmental design of the original game, I think even Ben Roy and his hatred of big sticks can uh, like, you know, throw some love on it because it looked gorgeous. And from yeah. the brief snippets of gameplay that we've seen so far in the trailer, like some of the locations that just was so vibrant it was so cool yeah. and i'm just excited to you know look after those animals that they've added go to like the animal shelters look after some cats pet the pet the animals play the flute play some music probably not even kill anyone to be honest just spend 10 hours doing that <laughs> just see if you can become friends with every last person on that island i think for <laughs> me like i uh, i am debating like not carrying my save over and then just doing it all over again um but there is like there is such a i one thing that really gets like doesn't get its due is how well they structured that game where like i think both of you guys i know josh you did and benway did you platinum it first time through yeah, so like you guys would have done all the side stuff, I think. Like every single character had a whole bunch of different side missions. I didn't do every single one of them. There was one monk with a whole bunch of prayer beads. I didn't do all of his stuff. Did a couple of missions, but not all sort of four or five or whatever it was. But I love the way that game is structured because even when you beat the main campaign, every character has dialogue that references the fact you've beat the main campaign, but they still have their side stuff that they want to do. And I can't think of any other game that is as well made as that, that is like is framed that way where you're not feeling like, oh, this is main stuff, this is side stuff and i've like you know i've 
I've um, gated off something because I finished the main thing. And I just love that you can do it in whatever order you want. So I guess even if you are someone who's maybe not combed every last inch of Sushima itself, the initial, the initial game, um, it is built in that way where you can sort of go back to it and just do things in whatever order you want. And all the dialogue just seems to reflect itself, which I, I just think is a brilliant little feature. Like that game was held up in so many different ways. Um, but that is like the way to do an open world game where things just make sense whichever way you do it. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, but yeah, that's like the midpoint uh, for next month. Um, next game is Kena Bridge of Spirits, which I think has had a, such a weird delay. Like it was delayed, like I think a whole year from last year. Um, felt like there was a bit of a, um, obviously the, everything that happened across last year. But um, yeah. where are you guys at on this? I think it, this is my like most anticipated game just because I'm such a sucker for like Pixar style animation and stuff. Um, and I love the short that these guys put out. It's by Embalab. Um, who initially did an animation for Zelda Majora's Mask. Um, not an official one, but um, it's what sort of got them on the map as this really gorgeous piece of animation. Um, and I'm just curious what that'll feel like to control. Totally. I actually, you know, have perhaps an unfounded worry that I want to throw Ooh. out about this game because every single time I see it, it has so much buzz now. And I right. think it does look gorgeous. I'm personally really excited to play it, but I, I'm, I'm scared. And I don't know if this is actually a thing, but I'm scared that expectations might be a little bit inflated for it because it's like it's cheaper if i recall i think it's like 30 dollars or maybe like a little bit after that i don't think it's the full 70 at the very least right and you know with the level of animation with the level of graphical fidelity on show i worry that people are expecting perhaps this big epic when i mm. think it might be a shorter more limited experience and i don't want to get in a situation where those expectations kind of damage it because I, I hope it's going to be good on what it sets out to do and doesn't get potentially marked down on what people want it to be. So it's, it's listed on for the UK price. It's listed as thirty two ninety nine. It's listed as $40 yeah. for the American price. So yeah, so I guess it isn't coming out as like a premium thing. Um, I never really thought of it that way. I kind of, I, now that I've seen that, I do remember noticing that they, it wasn't going to be like a full, like a full price title. Um, and I wonder if that is going to reflect on the length of it, but I mean, I'll take like a super short, like, you know, five six eight hour game that is like super tight looks gorgeous oh, yeah. its story um that could be that could totally be a way to go um ben Ray, what's your thoughts on the old kena uh i i was all game for those little cute lads the the yes. little fairy things with their eyes and i was like <laughs> get them in my life but uh, this is one where i'm gonna wait to see how the game is properly i like, wait for reviews mm. and go through um not one hot on my list it's on like a secondary list that i have sort of time around other things i'm playing uh mm -hmm. but yeah it's just one of those ones that is a second tier thing i don't hate it i don't love it i'm just i'm curious if that's anything else i'm just waiting to there see what is else a big stick in it i have to let you know i think <laughs> is. i think you can wield the big stick though i'm pretty sure that kana's main weapon is a big stick so i tell you what fine. i'll watch once upon a time in america again for another four hours and not play that instead okay <laughs> <laughs> you've got to get through the year somehow but uh, yeah in terms of the uh, the exclusive stuff i think kana is the next i guess you could possibly count ghost of sushima uh, on ps5 but kana bridge of spirits is also on ps4 but at least it's something that is on playstation 5 something that is sort yeah. of next gen for 2021 and um, next game down is psychonauts 2 um which that game you talk about games that have been long in development um this thing i think almost predates me being a what culture i mean it's like I don't know about you guys when the first time, when the earliest you rem like the earliest you can remember hearing about Psychonauts 2, but I feel like it's been the so long. Like, it's ridiculous. Ages ago, like, you know, I, I, part of me feels like I've grown up alongside the development of this game <laughs> and a few other titles, you know, but I'm pleased that it's finally, finally happening. Mm -hmm. By all accounts, you know, I think like the past few trailers they've released have 
as me as someone who was an outsider to Psychonauts 1, and even so much of what Double Fine have done, you know, before they were Double Fine, since they have become Double Fine. Announced in 2015, like, to throw that out there. So that was a full six years ago there. A bit of a while ago. Um, I think it looks good, but it's not going to be the game that gets me to rake around under my bed and dust Mm. off the Xbox at the moment. It's not going to be the game that does that. So it'll be one that if I play, I'll play it when I get a Series X, when they are eventually in stock. Mm -hmm. And yes, this is another week of me bringing up Adam Nicholas and also complaining about the stock of the (laughs) Series X. I can't help it. Someday. I mean, I don't don't think you should dig out your Xbox One. That feels, that's like a dinosaur bone at this point. But like second one's too, I mean, just for the sheer sake of how long we've waited for it to come together, I'm curious what they've built because it has to have had multiple overhauls. I I don't know, like over time, maybe Tim Schafer will talk about the original version of what it was supposed to be and how the story changed changed and whatever else but i mean even double find themselves as a developer have gone through all these different ways of um funding it they announced it was like a kickstarter project and then they signed with the publisher and then they had a whole thing where it was like oh if you back the game we'll share the profits with you it was like a whole thing that never went anywhere so then that was it was a bit of a mess but um ben roy are you a psychonauts fan or a double find fan or a tim schafer fan i'm a tim schafer fan i like some double find games not psychonauts so i'm just Just like, yeah, I'm happy it exists. Like, what I'm was it just, about Psychonauts that didn't do it for you? Just never, just like looked at the previews, didn't play it, and never really had the desire to play <laughs> if I'm being honest. I think because on Game Pass, I didn't have the desire, desire to download oh, it either. Oh, mate, it's so good. I feel like only like six people have played Psychonauts, and they I, work for Double Fine, but it's really... I feel like <laughs> I say this a lot as well, where... I've got money, but sometimes time is the more sort of thing. Like, it's not a question of like, do I buy this game? It's a question of do I have time for this game mm. when, like, so like when I'm doing so many other things or not doing something, and just existing on the sofa waiting for the, the, my corporeal form to ascend into the sky. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not for me. I'm afraid I can't really add anything to like to. To, to, to polish if it up, you really. can commit to playing Psychonauts One. You can both get on your ben, Xboxes. Play a bit of the old Psychonauts. Ben Roy Turner, I've got money. Twenty twenty one. Campaign statement. It's only the twenty twenty two. But, um, I've got 50 quid, I'll tell you that. I've got a couple <laughs> it's of all 50s. you need, it's all you need. Um, the other two things that I noted down, uh, one is Hades finally coming to PS5, Xbox, also PS4, um, and the previous Xbox systems as well. Um, but I love the idea of a proper up 4K version of Hades, like 60 FPS. That game will be absolutely gorgeous, uh, more so than it already is. Um, and No More Heroes 3 finally coming out after they did the weird spin-off, whose name I forget, but they did a No More Heroes um, spin-off on Switch. Um, a couple of years ago, a good few years ago now, which was a really, really bad top-down version of what used to be the sort of platinum style, um, you know, like isometric camera, that that sort of thing. The, the thing that you expect from No More Heroes, they did this weird spin-off. Everyone went, what the hell is this? And then we're finally getting No More Heroes 3, um, which I've not been keeping up with too much. It looks like suitably ridiculous. It's got the same style of combat as the first two. Um, and hopefully that can kind of get the franchise back on track. I know Jules is a big No More Heroes fan. Um, are either of you guys planning on getting either Hades or No More Heroes or shall we wrap up uh, not for me but <laughs> i will potentially get no more heroes if the reviews are good however mm-hmm. i was looking at the previews just before we started mm-hmm. recording this and it, it seemed a little bit sketchy it seemed a little bit hit and miss so i'm it not really sure how it's going to land at the moment you know it's a, it's a strange series to say the least but um hades on the other hand mm. i will not play it but i do want to say it 
that since we talked about it last year, since we, you know, talked about it in game and the year discussions and stuff, like that game has aged like a fine wine in my old brain. Like yeah. I think about that. I liked it at the time, but I think about it even more fondly than I did or I ever expected to, you know, like it's a game that I always will say that I want to go back and play more of, and I never will. <laughs> but the fact that it gets me to think about it, I think I appreciate a lot. That's because you broke it because you were too good. <laughs> you got all the way to the end boss and then the game going like, well, the hook is the challenge. And you went, what challenge, mate? I'm done. I've done it. I've hey, finished it. Who's your it? word's not mine. Your word's not mine. Is Ad Adonis Brown is the, is the alter ego, Super Saiyan. He gets all the way through. <laughs> but um, yeah, Ben Roy, any thoughts on the old No More Heroes? I will ones. be uh, starting my Chaos Fury playthrough very soon. That <laughs> is my that is my um, that's that's my take there for the game. There, uh, no, sorry, not not one for me. If all of these months that we've had just having to revisit old games has actually broken us, because I looked at the the sales <laughs> list on PlayStation, and I almost bought the Crew too. It was three pound ninety nine, <laughs> and I thought, well, I've not played that. Oh, I almost, I almost got my friends to buy that. What is it? Predator Hunting Grounds. Predator Hunting Grounds. Yeah. yeah, and then, then they were like, "No." I was like, "Yeah, you know what? It'll be, it'll be, it'll be on gold at some point." And we're trying to get it for Outriders every now and then. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I've been the same where I've been being pulled to these older things and Chaos Series next, and then probably after that Metro. You should do it. I mean, I've just, I've just kind of been like revisiting tons of stuff because I bought PlayStation Now to play the Tokyo Olympics game. That then meant that I had access to old school stuff. Um, and I'm just, I'm just diving on Red Faction. Give me, give me Wild Arms. I'm just, I'm Dude. diving on all sorts of stuff. I played I Primal watched... last night, mate. Primal? <laughs> Your madness. You've got that <laughs> PlayStation Now subscription and you've unlocked power that you previously never had. I, I haven't I played dread Primal to think... since 2005. <laughs> I Ugh. watched last night just completely as always it's turned into a podcast about the old games we're playing yeah. i watched some olympic skateboarding i watched the oh man the olympics are phenomenal carry on. men's and the street women's mm -hmm. and then immediately downloaded the playstation 5 version of tony ox pro skater one and two and had a bash in that last night so i'll probably play a bit of that tonight I, until these august games come out i watched <laughs> that that guy get his um testicles get crushed and then that's all the olympics i've seen oh I'm right right thought you were that's, describing yeah. some sort of pain olympic style video that's, but i know what you mean no that's the only part of the olympics i've gone out my way not to watch funnily <laughs> enough weirdly enough to be fair the olympics have been brilliant i will totally shout out uh, mario and sonic at the olympic games that came out like two years ago on switch and also the official sega olympics game which i'm genuinely oh. enjoying i'm liking it I, i've got a release that's coming out next month which might be noted there operation <laughs> eight of gears that the eighth season of gears the eighth battle pass let's go everyone right i'm ending yes this. We're and the new pub g map is out it's really end good it before he goes on carried away what culture gaming podcast host cocktail for john by ben roy turner john by josh brown catch you next week thank you bye 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 ah <laughs>
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.